0: Welcome to Helping Challenging Children. This podcast is for adults who want to understand why children behave the way they do and how to support them to increase their ability to self-regulate and to become more independent. My name is Dr. Pat McGuire. I'm a developmental and behavioral pediatrician and I have been working with these children for over 30 years. And I can tell you that with the right support, They all do great. So enjoy these podcasts and hopefully you learn a little bit each time. Today, I'd like to look at the effects of climate change, COVID, and ACEs. For over two decades now, we have been hearing about ACEs. For those who do not know what that stands for, it's adverse childhood experiences. So what is so important about children having adverse experiences? Doesn't everyone? Don't we just get over them? The answer is no for many. The original study published in 1998 described 10 adverse childhood experiences which would cover neglect, abuse, and family dysfunction. 64% of adults have experienced at least one ACE. You count an ACE even if you only experienced it once, since studies have shown that all it takes is one exposure to increase a child's risk for long-term outcomes in physical and mental health. Subsequent to the original ACE study, other ACE surveys have expanded the types of ACEs to include racism, gender discrimination, witnessing a sibling being abused, witnessing violence outside the home, witnessing a father being abused by a mother, being bullied by a peer or adult, involvement with the foster care system, living in a war zone, living in an unsafe neighborhood, and losing a family member to deportation or other reason. They have now also added the effects of climate change. Now, this is important because there has been a significant increase in extreme weather events and natural disasters, with 2021 in the U.S. showing that the entire nation can be at risk at the same time. We had record fires in the West and the Pacific Northwest. We had record heat in the Pacific Northwest. We had severe drought in the Midwest and the West. And we had significant and repeated storms and floods in the South and the East Coast. According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, which goes by the initials NOAA, so far in 2021, as of October 8th, there have been 18 weather or climate disaster events with losses exceeding $1 billion for each to affect the United States. These include one drought event, two flooding events, nine severe storm events, four tropical cyclone events, one wildfire event, and one winter storm event. Overall, these events resulted in the deaths of 538 people and had significant economic effects on the areas impacted. Now, just to give you a perspective of where this sits in the realm of normal, for the span of 1980 to 2020, the average annual number of events was 7.1. And as I said, as of October 8th, we have had 18. The average annual for the most recent five years, which is from 2016 to 2020 is 16.2. So we're already too ahead of that as of October 8th with a couple more months to go. And since this only went to October 8th, it did not count the bomb cyclones on the east and west coasts over the last week, causing tornadoes and extensive flooding. In my decades of practice, I've had to help hundreds of children work to get past disasters, such as floods, tornadoes, and the horror of 9-11, which greatly disturbed even children living in the Midwest. And what about the effects of the pandemic on the current and future health of our children? According to a JAMA Pediatrics letter to the editor in July, 2021, An estimation of parental deaths, looking as far as February 2021, was over 37,000. At that point, the U.S. had had about 479,000 deaths, and currently it has over 760,000 deaths. So we know there are many more parents who have died leaving their children either totally alone or with only a single parent. This means that at least 37,000 children are having to go on without one or both of their parents if they've already been living in a single-parent household. That is one ACE right there. Add an economic hardship, and their risk for adulthood, physical, and mental health problems increases double compared to a person who had an ACE of zero. I'm sure you are now asking, but what can I do about this? I can't control the weather or natural disasters. I can't control illnesses. Ah, but there are things you can do. Push your elected representatives at the state and national levels to regulate environmental pollutants. Push them to provide financial incentives for companies to go green. Work with your local communities to make more green spaces and areas where people must walk, not use motorized vehicles. This has already been done in some downtown areas and some resort areas. Push companies and the government to get going with infrastructure projects to make our communities safer from the effects of natural disasters. Do your part in making healthy communities by getting your vaccines, using masks, and keeping social distances in order to decrease the risk of infectious spread of COVID, influenza, and illnesses that we don't know about yet. It is also important to help these children develop resiliency by providing emotional support to them, social services, and other supports so that the ACEs that they have already been exposed to can be dealt with. This would include being there to listen to their fears and concerns and committing to them to help them through situations. But do not tell them not to worry or say everything will be fine because you can't guarantee that everything will be fine. And they have every right to worry Your job is to acknowledge their worries and fears and let them know that you will help them deal with that. Next, bring together a circle of family members and friends who are committed to each other, share time together, resolve problems and conflicts effectively and efficiently, celebrate successes, hold shared values and beliefs, practice meaningful rituals, and have predictable routines. This consistency will help lower the fear and anxiety levels in children and also adults. Help children find their strengths and recognize the strengths of others. Work with them to team together with others to help each other problem solve together and celebrate their successes. When there is not a success to an activity, model how to review what happened to learn from it looking for elements which worked and add those new to new elements, which may allow the child to move forward again. Looking at the most common adverse experiences that children must live with, are economic hardships, which is the most common, followed by divorce and alcoholism, violence and parental mental health issues. Supporting programs which will help stabilize a family's economic situation, such as the child tax credit, which has helped boost many families out of poverty, would indeed help reduce one of the ACEs in children. Also providing paid leave, medical leave after pregnancy or paid medical leave to help uh, family members who are ill. That would also decrease the economic hardship and help mental health improved services for mental health and substance abuse, universal preschool and free community college so that parents and children now entering adulthood can get the training they need to find decent paying jobs. And of course, a living wage, which employees are now fighting long and hard for. They need to have it backed up by state and federal governments putting in place minimum hourly wages that will really and truly allow people to live without needing to take on additional jobs just to cover the basics like rent and food. Let us look at our definition of community and make sure that it encompasses working for the common good, and then expand that community beyond your neighborhood, town, state, or country to the entire world because climate change and the pandemic are threatening our entire world and the mental and physical health of all of our children. If you wanna go deeper into some subjects, I'd uh, like you to look at my my subscription podcast entitled Digging Deeper to Help Challenging Children. I will put up a new uh, topic every first and third Wednesday of the month, going deeper into issues that affect children Uh, that either make them more challenging or makes life more challenging for them. I look forward to having you look at that and listen to that and provide me with feedback on other topics you want to go deeper into. So until next time, let's take care of our kids. Talk to you later.